0: Underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, guys. I know I told you that me and Carlos a couple weeks ago went to the great state of Colorado. It's more specifically to Denver. And we found one of our new favorite places when we were out there. It's called La Rola Urban Colombian Food. Is, is that right? Did I say it right, love? Did I say it right? <laughs> yes. I practiced before I started doing this. But anyway, we actually know the owner and know we didn't get any perks or anything like that, but it is by far the best Colombian food I've ever had. Y'all know I'm picky. Y'all know I just really like chicken and, and cornbread and greens and whatever Carlos cooks, but they had some of the best empanadas that I ever tasted. I mean, other than what Carlos makes, because those are the best. Don't tell him I said... Yeah, just, He's right here in front of me. He's looking at me. But anyway, I had the best empanadas possible. Um, I had arepas. I ate. ate, It was a Colombian hot dog. I didn't even know they had a Colombian hot dog. Um, The meat was flavorful. Everything on the plate was amazing. Awesome. It's in Zeppelin Station down in Denver. So if you ever find yourself in that area and you want some good, authentic Colombian food, please stop by and tell Andrea that Reggie sent you. All right. She might do something nice. But if you're just expecting good food, that's probably what you're going to get. All right. So go out and check out La Rola. Urban Colombian food. Did I say it right again? love? Okay, great. Go and check them out. Give them five stars. Tell them that Reggie sent you. And I promise you, you won't regret it. All right. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the show. And I'll check in with y'all later. What you guys are about to listen to is a conversation among myself, Carlos, and Angelo about the Pulse uh, tragedy. Um, We um, go into detail slightly about what happened that night and also, you know, where we were when it happened. And, you know, I understand that these topics may be triggering. So I want you guys to make sure you tread lightly, protect your mental at all costs, and... You know if you feel like you can't handle it um bypass this episode, but those of you who are interested and ready to have that conversation about you know the post forty nine hopefully you can take that as a um a component of being able to express uh you know particular views in terms of uh how we saw it happen and um you know just okay. kind of come together with discussing a topic about hate and how we can't let hate win. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, here's the episode.
1: The mom is in progress. Hey,
2: mm. I'm, I'm, I'm responding to uh uh this because I'm part of the uh, community um our community HOA thing and their comment is like pissing me off right now, so I'm like doing
1: a post. raining over there
0: look it was raining the last couple of days well it's been raining almost all week yesterday we had a really bad storm yeah um, today was bad here too. To- okay y'all are okay. gonna have to go not tonight so let's go so I, I can't, I already, I already can't take it. Let's go. Go. Come on. Go. Rico, you too. Yeah, don't hear a come on. you looking at me like, really? Me? Yeah. on
3: that with your brother who
0: adores you. <laughs> All right, Papa D and Mama though. <laughs> Where you come out with those names? I don't
2: know. Mama dear, Papa Dell.
3: <laughs> Mama.
1: What do you like that name? Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> it sounds funny. Mama dear, Papa Dell. Mama dear, Papa Dell.
0: What are you doing? And they they respond too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready, sir.
2: They don't like it. Oh, well, they can um, kiss my.
0: my <coughs> so I'm going to start off on a. Hey, um, mm-hmm.
2: sorry. Um, So I saw you the uh, Zoom. Do
0: I need to do the whole Zoom thing? or? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I sent it. So if you could, that'd be great. Oh, um, for
2: me to accept
0: the whole Zoom thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a um, what else? God, yeah. just. You just gave me a lot of notice here. Well, um, I mean, you want me to wait? I can stop it. You need more time?
2: Mm-mm. Give me about two minutes. I mean, two minutes. Because
1: um, I lost power back here. I told you mm-hmm. um, that I had um, some issues with um, my electrical socket back in the patio. And I tried to replace it, but it didn't work. So I'm wondering if there is a whole line coming um, down,
2: if there was one, if there's a short. And so needless to say, um, I might have to pay a um, electrician. An electrician to come in and find out what the hell is going on with my out, um outlets. So I tried I tried, right? Tried to be the handyman and do what I need to do. And so what I need did not work out as I expected. And then my, my half-sister,
1: she kept on hounding me about doing this whole pyramid of um, Hello. Ooh, recording in progress. Are You
0: ready or no? Yes, I'm ready. What
2: know? happened? Or? Yes,
3: I'm
0: ready,
2: I'm here. Okay. All right, what's going on? What's the topic? I didn't get no insight, so this is kind of cool. That's
0: interesting. What's going on? I actually said it earlier today, but it's about uh, Pulse, but the, the victims. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the fifth year anniversary, so I want to do a a moment to kind of commemorate a little bit and talk about, like, the experiences and stuff and just kind of, I'm going to start off by uh, saying their names, um, you know, uh, repeating their names of the 49, and then I'm going to probably have a little bit of a, a thing saying that this is, you know, a sensitive topic and you know, it might be triggering for some. So if you are concerned or, you know, young kids are around, make sure that you, um, you know, maybe stop listening to the episode or, you know, just be conscious of what you're hearing. Um, and then I'm going to go into the events of what happened and what we found out, um, kind of how it affected us. And then just a conversation about just, uh, I don't know, maybe just some of the experiences that we had, you know, being mistreated uh, because we're gay or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, And I, it's it's, it's definitely a somber topic, but, you know, it, this really impacted me, even though I didn't know any of those guys personally. It's still pretty sad that 49 people lost their lives and, you know, for the sole purpose of somebody not liking their lifestyle. So, yeah that yeah so um is it too heavy for you um i I, actually
2: i was not i'm actually getting goosebumps um i was not expecting this particular topic but i'm ready for it i mean i I mean i'm i'm not ready for it but really when are you ready for it right like because when tragedy happens are we really ready i mean no so uh, i i mean i i I get it. I mean it yeah. I I mean let's go for it. (laughs) I mean when I I mean to be honest, when are we ready? Yeah. We just have to be, I mean, in my personal opinion, aware and and uh and I know that we're gonna probably get with a little different of topics with that because um when you said that it triggered um a conversation that I had with my boss last week, um, but go ahead, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that as well, especially coming from the South, oh, not coming from the South, living in the South, um, even though a lot of people don't consider Florida the South, but you know what I
0: mean. No, a lot of people consider it because it's pretty far South, so can't deny that, I mean, in terms of directions, it's South. <laughs> yeah, I know. As far as direction is concerned, but it's it's still South. It's I don't know why people, or who people, what people try to say it ain't the South. Yeah, it is absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people from New York come down here. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start um, <clears throat> with my little monologue. So.
1: That's the it's live button. Got it. Apparently, I got a notification.
0: hello good evening everybody it is that time for another episode of reggie's expressions as i alluded to earlier this is the last episode of the season and sometimes you try to button up things to be happy and you know melancholy and a number of things but unfortunately this particular topic is going to be a heavy one Um, for those of you who may be easily triggered or Um, you know, don't like talking about tough topics. Um, We are going to dig deeper in terms of um, what actually happened during the post-tragedy five years ago. Yesterday was the fifth year uh, anniversary. And I just want to take some time to, um, you know, talk about the story and how it affected us and how it changed my perspective in terms of being who I am, as well as talk about some of the, the lives that were lost. So, um, we are going to say the names of the 49 slain and we're going to have a moment of silence after that to just remember each and every one of them and give them, you know, give us the opportunity to, you know, give them silence because uh, they paid the ultimate sacrifice for someone who did not, I don't know, it was just a, uh, An unfortunate situation. Those people were enjoying their lives and having fun, and unfortunately, this guy felt like it was his job to go out and in that, and uh, he ended up losing his life as well. Um, But uh, yeah, um, we can't let hate win. Um, That was something that came out of that. We can't let hate win, and you know, it's it's our responsibility. You know, those of us, those of us who decide to take it to make sure that we live our lives because those guys are no longer here. And um, you know, I am gonna be going more into the tragic details of what happened that night. And uh, again, trigger warning, if you are sensitive to these types of topics, please stop now. If you have kids in the room, we're not gonna get too, too graphic, but I do understand that some of you guys may choose to have that conversation with them later. So uh, yeah. So with that being said, um, let's get into it. I'm going to start off by reading the names of the uh, slain. I'm going to read some, and then I'm going to get over to Carlos, and he's going to read a few of them. So Stanley, oh, my God, I'm not going to do it justice, because a lot of those names I do not know how to pronounce. I am so sorry. And I don't want to... So Carlos, would you mind? Yeah. Okay.
3: Stanley Almodovar, 23, 23 years old. Amanda Alvear, 25, 25 years old. Oscar Aracena Montero, 26 years old. Rodolfo Ayala Ayala, 33 years old. Antonio Davon Brown, 20 years, 29 years old. Jerry Roman, Burt the second, 29 years old. Angel Candelario Padro, 28 years old. Juan Chavez Martinez, 25 years old. Luis Daniel Conde, 39 years old. Cody James Connell, 21 years old. Kevin Eugene Crosby, 25 years old. Dionca Deidre Drayton, 32 years old. Simon Adrián Carrillo Fernández, 31 years old. Leroy Valentín Fernández, 25 years old. Mercedes Marisol Flores, 26 years old. Peter Omi González Cruz, 22 years old. Juan Ramón Guerrero, 22 years old. Paul Terrell Henry, 41 years old. Frank Hernandez, 27 years old. Miguel Angel Honorato, 30 years old. Javier Jorge Reyes, 40 years old. Jason Benjamin Joseph Fatt, 19 years old. Eddie Jamondroy Eddie Justice, 30 years old. Anthony Luis Laureano Disla, 20, 25 years old. Christopher Andrew Leinonen, 32 years old. Alejandro Barrios Martinez, 21 years old. Brenda Marquez McCool, 49 years old. Gilberto Silva Menendez, 25 years old. Kimberly Jean Morris, 37 years old. Akira Monet Murray, 18 years old. Luis Omar Ocasio Capo 20 years old Gerardo Ortiz Jiménez 25 years old Eric Ivan Ortiz Rivera 36 years old Joel Rayon Paniagua 32 years old Gian Carlos Méndez Pérez 35 years old Enrique L Ríos Jr 25 years old Carlos Nieves Rodriguez, 27 years old. Xavier Emmanuel Serrano Rosado, 35 years old. Christopher Joseph Sanfeles, 24 years old. Gilmary Rodriguez Sullivan, 24 years old. Edward Sotomayor Jr., 34 years old. Shane Evan Tomlinson, 33 years old. Martín Benítez Torres 33 years old Jonathan Camuy Vega 24 years old Juan Pablo Rivera Velázquez 37 years old Luis Sergio Vielma 22 years old Frankie Gime- Jimmy De Jesús Velázquez 50 years old Luis Daniel Wilson León 37 years old and last Gerald Arthur Wright, 31
0: years old. May all of them rest in peace. And let's take a 49 second um, moment of silence for each second um, representing each live that was um, snuffed out unfortunately and that tragedy that, uh, took over five years ago. So bow your heads in a moment of silence. Thank you. <sighs> so, yeah, that's the conversation that we're gonna be having today. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, I'm at a loss for words because honestly, I mean, we've had a lot of tragedy in the last decade in terms of just, unfortunate loss of life for no explainable reason. And it's hard to express the level of anger and fear that people have because of these types of situations that happen. They're unexplainable. They almost seem unavoidable, but they happen they cause a lot of discussion about gun laws and all these other things that, you know, are definitely things that we should talk about, but it's at the the hands of these people being remembered. And The fact that it happened five years ago in my backyard is one of the reasons why it hit so close to home. Um, Carlos and I had been to that club, or for me, I had been to that club once with him. I've mm-hmm. many times. And, okay. go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I, I actually
2: been to that club several times
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I
2: lived in Florida. Um, it was one of the spots between Pulse and, um, actually, uh, Parliament House. I used to go a lot. I used to drive down from Tampa when I lived in Tampa and visited those, both of those places. Um, yeah. So when, when, when I heard, I, I was already living in North Carolina when that happened. Um, and it, it, it really, to me, it, really saddened me because most I mean I, I heard the names but I'm when I'm at the club I normally see faces I recognize faces more than I do names names I recognize if I know you right it's it's just a human thing right if I know you you remember names and sometimes when you're at the club you're a little bit tipsy people will tell you either their club name you know or because I used to have a club name when I used to go out. Um, or they know your real name, right? And um, when when that tragedy happened and I started seeing the photos of the individuals that had passed away, it really hit, hurt me because I recognized a lot of those faces from being, you know, at the club. Um, I, I know two people um, that actually were there that night that survived the incident. And, you know, it was very traumatic for them. You know, I had conversations with them about that night and, you know, it, 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 it's, it's hard. I mean, I, I've, I've never been in a situation like that, but I can imagine what that would have been someone being in there, you know, um, knowing that situation is very I, I know it's very difficult it's a very
0: hard topic to talk about but um. um i remember i mean it was just like any other night carlos and i normally go to bed at the same time and um we were waking up and he got a couple calls asking him yeah. if he, okay and then i got a couple calls one of them was from my dad my dad don't really call me like that and he was like, "Hey, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "You know, I saw what was going on on TV and um I know you live down there in Orlando, so I just wanted to make sure you were okay." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine." And uh he was like, "Okay." Yeah. So I go and I turn on CNN and obviously we find out that, you know, I mean, the details were coming. Um yeah. They did a- alert that they had already killed the uh the shooter. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, they were really just trying to find out and sort through um, <clears throat> what was what. So not a lot of details were going on and um, there was this app called Periscope that was out at that time, and I was periscoping <clears throat> and um, you know, people were you know asking questions about what was going on, and you know Carlos and myself didn't know and you know, it was just a, we had a flood of people that were calling. I had a few cousins that reached out to me on Facebook. I had a, a few, you know, friends who I hadn't talked to in a long time that were like, Hey man, you, you good, you know, Oh, everything. Okay. We heard about what's going on. You guys are fine. And, you know, we just spent the rest of the day trying to process what was going on. And
3: yeah, it was tough. That day.
0: it was, I mean, at the time we didn't know how many people had been killed, but you know, the reports were coming in over like 50 folks at this point, right. you know, and a number of people injured, you know, right. um, didn't have a list of folks and some of the people that they identified very early on. It's like you said, you see them on photos and, and stuff like that. And this community, the gay community in Orlando is very, very small, <clears throat> even though it's a lot of us that frequent that uh, the LGBTQIA plus uh, community. Um, some of those people were familiar. They were mm-hmm. people that I might have seen in somewhat, in some capacity, um, in in some shape or form. So it really was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Because on any given night, you know, Carlos and I have gone to gay clubs. You know, we Parliament House being one of them, which is no longer uh, up. I was about to say no longer alive, but um, they tore it down. Um, and southern nights, you you know, we go out because it's fun to be a part of people who. Are like-minded you know who like the same things you like and sometimes you just want to let your hair down in the community that yep. you uh choose to be a part of so um it was very very uh shocking that that happened um and it took a while for us to 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 wrap around you know wrap around what was going on now you said that you knew some
3: or yeah uh, universal co-workers and um um, when I used to frequent the club, I, I remember faces like like Angelo. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name. But I see the
0: faces, and some of the guys didn't they work at
3: the uh, outlet oh, Al- Al- mall? Yes, double mm-hmm. then I remember for the outlet mall.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah. It,
2: it like I said. I I mean, I'm the type. Like I said, unless you're really close to me and hang out outside of the club, you know. But I recognize faces, and I. I Like you, I remember that night, I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night um, to the messages, because I actually remember my sister sending, calling me, and she's like, hey, did you hear what happened Mm. at Pulse? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you you need to turn on your feed. At the time, it was like, it was wee hours of the night. Um, And as the day kind of, the days progressed, right? Cause I'm not in Florida, at the time I wasn't in Florida but as the days progressed or the days progressed and I started seeing, you know the releases of the pictures of the people and then knowing um, um, two individuals that were in there and talking to them and, and well, and even talking to them it was kind of hard to get in touch with them because it was, you know I mean, can you imagine just being in there and all this is going
1: on? I mean, it. it yeah, it's it's it can be hard. I just I,
2: unfortunately we we do live in
1: or live with people that um, are.
2: I wouldn't say that they're not. St- I would. I don't want to say. I don't want
0: to use the word stable. But we're not going something- to. We don't want to give them sympathy. That person. Yeah, not going to say his name. So uh, yeah, I, it, just, I just. I just. What it is? I just. So,
2: I just don't know. I, I don't know what would possess somebody to do something. The
0: like tortured that. human being that came in and because of his unhappiness with whatever he saw in terms of you know these same gender loving men. And it triggered him to go do something crazy. But correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he also wasn't he on some deal or do not something? Gonna waste, I don't. We're not going to waste any time on that gentleman. And I'm okay. going to I'm going to say hard no. That was none of that was true. Okay. Uh,
2: I, like I said, I I just remember some of the articles and what I don't know if it was true or not. I just. I hear the same was thing. reading stuff so because you know when you read when you read on the internet you get are so not, many different we, information we do
0: not want to give him any more attention we will okay. not be speaking on this gentleman um so um it was about two o'clock in the morning when this tragedy started um this tortured soul decided that he wanted to go in and it was actually a, a um a number of people that happened to be there around that time frame. Reports say there was about over 320 people that were there, and you know those guys were just living, you know, living their lives, doing what they do, and it happened to be Latin night, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, um, that was the night that they all chose to go out, um, and you know, uh, before day broke, unfortunately, uh, 49 lives were taken, um, and. One there was one particular story that, and I don't remember who it was that said this, um, but there was one particular story somebody said it, um, where it was after they cleared everybody out and all was left was the bodies and they were identifying them, and all you could hear in there was just rings on those you know deceased people's um, cell phones their mm-hmm. loved ones and friends trying to reach out to them, um, trying to, you know, get in touch with them because they obviously heard the, the tragedy, knowing that their family members, you know, were there. I heard um, about that account and as well. how eerie it was, you know, I, my, yeah. whew, I, that, that, um, that, that, that took, that, 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 that hit me pretty hard. And, um, you know, there were a couple people that stood out to me. um, And I, I, you know, that just made me uh, just, and I'm having a tough time because I'm trying to, you know, stay as um... composed. Yeah, there you go. I I can't even find words, but there was this young lady, her name, he mentioned her name, Akira uh, Monet uh, Murray. She was 18 years old. She had just turned 18. She was the same age as my niece that year. Just signed a scholarship to go to um, this college, a basketball scholarship. Young girl, you know, living her life. Mm-hmm. She was there yeah. with her cousin um, and her friend, Patience um, Jones, which was one of the uh, victims who were, was you know shot and lived. Her cousin, which I can't think of her name now, um, was shot in the stomach and uh, they were there, and I remember when Ayanda had them on on her show, and uh, the cousin was telling the story about how her and uh, Akira were in the bathroom, and, you know, she was, you know, in and out of consciousness, and, you know, she kept telling Akira, just keep shaking your leg, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep, stay awake, Um, and Akira was obviously succumbing to her uh, injuries, injuries, you know, like tapping her saying, Akira, wake up, wake up. And, you know, the last time she tapped her, Akira didn't move. And um, she knew then that, you know, her cousin had passed on. Um, And, you know, just the 18 year old girl had a whole life ahead of them. I mean, all these guys had their whole life ahead of them. You know what I'm saying? For someone to Have the hatred in their heart because of the lifestyle that I choose that ain't got nothing to do with you. It's it's is mind-boggling. Like I'm not even trying to understand it. I don't want to understand it. I just don't get how people can viscerally be so hateful about something that does not affect them. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of things in this Bible that's wrong. There are a lot of things in the Quran that's wrong. There are a lot of things in, in in you know, in the, you know, excuse my lack of uh, ignorance, uh, my ignorance, but, you know, in the Muslim uh, Bible, that is wrong, but you don't see people going around killing, you know, them for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? And it just frustrates me to know that their life ended for that stupid reason. Um, The other person um, that stood out to me was Shane Tomlin. Tomlinson. Uh, Shane Tomlinson was a 33 year- old singer who was a part of a singing group. Um, and he had, was starting to get a little bit of a buzz and starting to, um, <clears throat> you know, get a name for himself. And uh, he sung uh, loved gospel music. He actually was a, a friend, a good friend of a coworker of mine it worked together at, um, this rest, uh, this place. And, um, you know, she mentioned to me, you know, he was the light of the party. You know what I'm saying? Like he definitely had the personality to, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, to outshine everybody. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, he did prior to, I don't remember when it's happened, but it came out <clears throat> after, um, where he got to meet his idol, which was Brandy. Mm. Um, You know, he had just met her. He went, he took off work, went to Chicago and went to go meet Brandy. And they had a conversation where she got a chance to hug him and and embrace him. And he was like, I love you so much and blah, blah, blah. It was just really amazing to see. And it was great to see that he got a chance to, before he left this earth, he got a chance to have that interaction with her. Uh, in that beautiful manner. I'm going to post it and send you uh, the video of it. But, you know, it's just things like that. And, you know, the rest of those guys were out there just probably just out there drinking the woes of the world away. And they just wanted to just have some music, you know, some, some bachata and some, some salsa. Yeah. 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 Just Just having a good time. It's it's just like
2: anybody else. Right. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be um our set. it's just a celebration, right? Because when you're when you're at a club, doesn't matter what the setting is, right? Just just let's forget the setting. Mm-hmm. Just when you're at a gathering, mm-hmm. right? at a club bar, you're celebrating something, mm-hmm. right? Or just you, have- you celebrate or just having fun or you're like, again, you're celebrating something. You're celebrating your happiness. You're celebrating a promotion. You're celebrating friendship. You're, uh, you're, you know, celebrating seller
0: You're celebrating something you're celebrating life. Um, The extra, the extra caveat that those guys had was, you know, a lot of time in this lifestyle, you can have a lot of you know, woes of your friends and family, people who just condemn you for no reason and right. you know, workplace uh, violence and, you know, just slander and, and ignorance. Um, and they, you know, those guys were really just there to be in an element that they felt comfortable with in a place that centered around their lifestyle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So place. Mm-hmm. Right, for comfort. They were, they didn't go in there thinking that they were, this was going to be their last day of life. Right. And, you know, these, the, the good, well, having a gay bar or gay clubs is not for the purpose of individualizing or not necessarily, I'm sorry, it's not for the purpose of separating us among, you know, our straight counterparts. It's really a place that we can go to make sure that we feel represented and that we're seen you know what I'm saying? And we can literally not care about what, you know, John Williams at the office thinks, you know what I'm saying? Or some of the microaggressions that, you know, Kimberly Sands, you know, had about gay people and, you know, how, you know, what other, whatever other things, you know, that, uh, um, you know, was they were able to drink and have fun and live life and to 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 go back over and look at that and and know that their lives ended on you know on that tragic note it just is forever burned in our memories and you know I will never I don't ever want to understand why he did what he did um but you know it just breaks my heart that it was that many people um you know doing what they had to do I mean or not doing what they had to do, I'm sorry, but that unfortunately passed on over something tragic, you know, um, and it was interesting because my body, you know, my body is, I think it started on Thursday, gearing up to having to visit this topic because I got really anxious on Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning, I couldn't sleep at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I didn't fall asleep until three. Um, and then I started to to crash Friday afternoon or uh, Friday afternoon, Friday night until, you know, uh, Saturday uh, morning all day. It was on my mind. And it was interesting because, you know, I had mentioned earlier in the week that, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be five years ago, you know, this Saturday. Yeah. And, um, You know, Carlos, like I said, and I were both at home. He was working at Universal at the time. I was working at Verizon. Um, You know, we're both just at home, just waking up. You know, going and and you know, go through our normal day. And uh, we actually did drive by that area, which is close to like downtown area. And it was still cop cars, like midday. You know, like later on in the day, still trying to sort through. Um, and then you had Orlando uh, Health, which is right down the street, which is where a lot of those, uh, you know, uh, uh, victims that were injured, uh, went to um, survivors, survivors. thank you, uh, went to, and um, you can still feel the, the sense of like, you know, distress down there, you know, trying to make sense of what was going on, even though you might not have been gay or, or whatever, or didn't know what you identified as you realize the
2: I'm, yeah, I mean, does even does even
0: for because yeah, I've of this.
2: Yeah, because I mean, they could have been allies. They could have been family members. Mm-hmm. Just because I know sometimes even with me. I mean, I've had my sisters mm-hmm. come with me to the club. You know what I mean? And then
3: uh, and it hit us pretty hard. Yeah, I remember going well to the video uh, the few days after, and I was scared. yeah. Uh, along the buildings, you
1: know, yeah, it, well, in,
3: and because you don't know who's, you know, who's hating out there, and then mm-hmm. it was amazing to be there. I feel privileged to be there, but at the same time, I was scared and
0: I keep looking around yeah. the buildings. And yeah, it's very so, traumatizing. I mean, even it's for interesting. it's interesting that he said that because I remember, you know, because like you said, they had a visual today. um, Mm-hmm. and um well today five years ago and um we went to it and I remember him saying you know I'm, I'm, I'm nervous love I'm scared and I said to him I was like see this is what they want they want this fear they want mm-hmm. us to be able to go in and draw into ourselves and say I'm never going out again because of what happened and I told him I said I don't want to you know uh, have a complex behind this so I have to do this, you know what I'm saying? I have to go out and recognize and, and be a part of the community because we need each other, you know, and it was a beautiful visual, very beautiful visual that they put on, um, you know, very sad, very tragic, um, you know, obviously, nonetheless, but um, I also was amazed at how many people come together, yeah. from all races and mm-hmm. religions, government everybody everybody came through and you saw you saw candlelight vigils everywhere it was in france it was you know all across the country you know in other cities that weren't affected by it um that you know it didn't happen in their backyard you saw but but they were part of this solidarity right Right. the solidarity that that you know we all had that because at some point even if you aren't gay yourself, you had a cousin or a friend or uncle or somebody that had been in that lifestyle that you could identify with and acknowledge that that could have been them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was great to, to to be a part of it. Um, and I, I remember having that conversation with Carlos, like, no, we cannot let them, you know, keep us from being who we are. And I I, I will tell you, after that, you know, I probably started living my life a little bit more outwardly when it came to uh, my sexuality for the sole purpose of this is not what defines who I am being Mm -hmm. you know in love with with Carlos and I I can't take credit for this but this gentleman his name is David uh, Johns and he's probably one of the best queer uh uh um you know souls to ever exist um and he he came up with this term called same gender loving you know, and we are same gender-loving, um, uh, uh, Um, we are same gender-loving people who have the same dreams, hopes, and aspirations that everybody else has. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if we can't be ourselves around the people we love and just outwardly without people, you know, um, um, Casting judgment against us, then you know what are we doing? And I don't give a fuck. And I say that uh, you know uh, happily. I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. I ain't asking for your approval. I ain't asking for you to come up and give me. I don't. I don't care about what you think about my lifestyle. At the end of the day, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Either you like it or you ain't. And if you don't like me, that don't mean I'm gonna stop being who I am. But just because you don't like it, so. You know, screw you and everybody else who came in on that train with you.
2: So Amen. Amen. You see, and it's like and and now that that you say that, I mean, I, I don't I mean, I don't think that I'm the most masculine person in the world, but, but it didn't even let's not I'm even not, but, but no 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 no
0: conversation that way because no, no, masculinity no, 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 and femininity... I, 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 I get big it. Airs I, get it. I get it. I I misspoke.
2: I get it. But what I'm saying is, I don't. I, I guess what I was trying to say is, I don't wear who I am on my sleeves. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where I was going with that, and and I apologize for what no, 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 just But it
0: wasn't but, it wasn't anything like that. I just wanted to make sure. But that a lot of people fall into that category, thinking feminine. Yeah,
2: feminine and yeah, no, I get it.
0: But I don't wear who I am on my
2: sleeves, right? So I am who I am. Um, in, in You you know, when I had a lot of fears moving here to North Carolina and because, you know, at the time when I moved up here, it was a Republican state. Now it's purple, I guess, whatever you want to call it. But it, it, you know, it's like I was saying before the conversation is the good old South, right? I mean, it's the South, Um. And even here, it was it was really really hard for me to um, identify with people out here. I mean, we have one club. Um, if you're not part of the clique, you're not part of the clique. You know what I mean? Or part of the 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 the, the situation, the the community, and um, and it, it was difficult. I mean, to because a lot of people will be like, "Oh, so." you know, are you married? Are you this, are you that? And you're like, oh my God, should I tell them? not tell them. where do you know what I mean? Like, these are things that go through your mind, you know what I mean? And part of me was kind of like, well, fuck it. Yeah, no, sorry, gay, Mm -hmm. yep, exit. And even moving to, you know, where I work at now as well, same situation. I've been put in awkward situations where I basically had to say, Hey, yeah, no, this is not going to happen. I work in an all women's environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically it's, it's an all women's environment. Um, and I've broken that mold because a lot of people think that only women should be social workers and case workers and whatever, but no, there's men in the field as well. Um, but it, it becomes a little difficult when you know I mean you people try to put you in a box.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean they want to put you in that box and then you're you're the one that has to either allow them to put you in that box mm-hmm. or say no, I'm not part of that box.
3: It's mm-hmm. like me sometimes people or some friends that with the time trying to tell me oh uh, the period or this and that and I say, hey, I know I'm gay, but I'm no I'm not in that you know particular situation. If somebody does be be respect it, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: If some, if somebody does, I respect it. I respect the way you want to be. But in my case, I am who I am it, and I want people to
0: treat me it, like I want to be treated. And I, I, right. and I don't want to, I don't want to get too far into identity uh politics. Because yeah, it's just know. I don't want to get too into that. I don't I don't wanna um Finish that because but, it just it goes down a layer of just stuff that we don't even need to explain yeah. about our lifestyle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? so but I guess I mean I guess I just
2: have to say I mean at the end of the day it doesn't matter we're all human beings and we should be respected at a particular level no matter who you love mm-hmm. or you know who who because to be honest I mean on on the other side of the spectrum you know. I don't go to my neighbor and be like, Hey dude, you know, with your life, I don't tell them how to live their life. Right. I mean, you're not, you're not paying my rent. Mm -hmm. You're not paying my light bill. You're not paying my HOA fees. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you know what I mean? Like what does it matter? What happens in my house? It's kind of like the post before we started this whole conversation, my post to the, to this whole situation in my community, I'm the King of my castle. You can't tell me what I can and cannot do in my home.
1: Mm.
2: I am king at the end of the day. Mm.
0: And you know, for me, you know, being gay, as I say it stated, is a very small portion of of you know our lifestyle. You know, we we spend but- a lot of our times being a multitude of things I mean people are faceted and you know it's funny and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call this person out or anything but it's funny because me and Carlos were talking about um, this dude that he at his he was talking he was telling me about this guy and uh, long story short I, I was like who is this person and he was like oh you know he works with me and I was like oh is he gay you know he's like no nah, blah 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 whatever whatever and I was like oh he's handsome so you know, Carlos obviously knows him and, um, you know, said something to him about it. And, you know, they say, oh, you know, I, I can I can flip it whenever, you know, depending on the day and the mood. Um, so hold on. Yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, but the thing about it is, is what we're learning and what we're realizing is that sexuality is fluid. You know what I'm saying? It's not as rigid as you said. The word that you said earlier. Yeah. It's not as rigid as it used to be. He has a girlfriend. Yeah. Her I don't even bed. want to get that because yeah. yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I but, yeah, I,
2: I was about, I was about to say it sounds like a conversation that I had with uh, who I quote unquote consider my work husband, but he you know he's straight, but um, but I, I will say this um and I don't know how you're going to take this, but I'm going to say it anyway, and we can bleep it out later. But um, I, I did have a conversation with him because we were going back and forth, and he and it was so frustrating to have him see my perspective that I just said, you know what? At the end of the day, we're all bisexual. And he's like, what? He, his head just kind of went in, you know, head in deer lights. And I went into the whole biological point of view right because i told him i was like well don't we all start off being girls and then we ended up being whatever we are later on and it kind of shut him up a little bit because it made him think that's because but a, anyways he doesn't know, yeah it's all right, yeah you and but I have anyways like i said i mean yeah. but yeah i mean i get it i mean it's it it, 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 it it's it's you know, to be honest and I think it was something that Bill Maher said the other day that I was watching him. Um, Sometimes we don't want to see progress for what it is. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, we we want to we don't want to take the win when it happens. We just kind of want to go for more. Um. <laughs> and to be honest there's there's been a lot of wins and we need to embrace those wins and continue to move forward with those wins
0: okay. i'm i'm not sure in reference to
2: i, I mean as far i mean as far I'm, I'm i guess i'm going with that as far as the you know lgbt community where we were before where what we are now favor?
0: Do me a favor. Say hmm. LGBTQIA+. <laughs> LGBTQIA+. Thank you. Okay, go ahead.
2: I'm sorry. It's just oh, because I stopped. Go ahead. No, <laughs> say what you was gonna say. I'm sorry. When I grew up, it was just LGBTQIA+. No, stop. Please don't explain yourself. <laughs> I right? know. I'm, I'm just, just joking. Your point. I'm just joking. But sometimes we don't look at the progression. Or the progress that we've had between then and now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and, and and we 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 want more, but we don't celebrate. Oh, that was so cute. Was that a great? Mm-hmm. Cleopatra, can I have one? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, I'm just being. I'm just being funny, but <laughs> but we really. You know, we we really don't look at the progression. Um, And we just want more and more and more, but we don't stop to really think we've, you know, well, I wouldn't say we, right? But there's been a lot that's been accomplished between Stonewall and now. And I mean... And I know that it's still a struggle because it's still a struggle in every, in every aspect of everything. Right. I mean, and however you want to look at struggle, it's struggle all around, but we also have to celebrate the good. I mean, we, we, we've passed, um, marriage law throughout the whole state. We can't stop and not put our, we shouldn't stop looking at the ball because I know that they're trying to overturn it right so we can't stop seeing that we we still have to also look at at those wins and I mean I understand that there's
1: and this is going to probably sound bad but at the end of the day We still have to make sure that we
2: commemorate those that were before us. We're standing on shoulders of people of the past. Um, And and we can't lose sight of that. We can't lose sight of what's happened in the past. I understand that tragedy happens all the time. it happened at Pulse, it's happened in other settings that has hasn't been nationalized. Or, you know, even before Stonewall. I guess my the way that I look at it is yes, it is a loss. We've lost a lot. We've all lost everything from everywhere. It, it doesn't just We've lost, but we can't also lose sight of the future, because the moment that you lose, that sight is taken away from you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but to be and I know that's probably it's probably gone to a little political way because i've I, 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 I've seen little things that are happening, right? Because that's how it happens, is the little things. Um, and, and, and people don't, they just think, oh yeah, we just, we got this win. But there's a reason why there's a loss because that thrives us to be better later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter which loss, right? And I mean, I, I, I mourn the loss of all of my LGBTQIA, um, family members and friends. I, I mourn, you know, all of my Hispanic, you know, family members that aren't part of the LGBT community, but are friends and allies um, that are part of a particular movement because of whatever is going on in their life. I mean, look at what's going on in South America. What's I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's a bigger global picture to everything. And I'm just, I guess my message is we can't stop to, we can't just stop because our politician says, well, our thoughts and condolences. No, we need to do something. Yeah. These thoughts and condolences doesn't matter where it's coming from. If it's our community, LGBTQIA Hispanics, Blacks, BLM, it doesn't matter. We, this whole, my thoughts and condolences. Well, you know what, I have thoughts and condolences too. And it gets a little old, it gets a little tired. Mm -hmm. When does it stop? And like I said, there's things that are televised, that are national news, and then you have things that happen that are, they call isolated incidents but it's one and the same.
0: So uh, more specifically about this topic. So um, when you, um, how did you feel when, uh, you know, you started to process what was going on when you got a call after your sister? Because you were starting to, to talk about that a little bit. You said that you got a call from your sister, your sister told you what happened, and then what? I was...
2: I was sad, I mean, it, it really hit home. Pick up, stop. It, mm. it really hit home. Because there's, it's like I told, and this is gonna go back to what I told you I was gonna talk to you about, or tell you what I told my, my boss last week. There's three sides of me when it comes to racism and inequality, right? Because uh, and and this is I have a situation at the office where uh, I have one worker. She everything she sees, breathes, and and thinks about. It's a white and black issue, right?
0: Let's not talk about her.
2: But but no no. But I'm just you know who I'm talking about. But
0: okay.
2: but what I'm saying is to me there's three sides, right? I'm dark skinned I'm gay, and I'm in a minority. So I'm I'm kind of like the trifecta, right, of the whole situation. Um, and to me, it, it's it, it hits really hard when it hits any one of those threes. But you really have to identify what is what. Um, when I got that call, it hit me really hard because that could have been me.
1: Right. I mean,
2: I I could have at that time. When when would this happen with Pulse? I was traveling back and forth between Tampa and North Carolina. I mean, between Florida and North Carolina. That could have been me. You know what I mean? That could have been my nephew. Has who's your uh, an
0: ally, has your, your partner, ever gone to that club? To Pulse,
2: no. Um, he's been to uh parliament house i don't think he's been to pulse i've been to pulse mm-hmm.
1: um
2: he normally he normally went to um parliament house because um thursday nights there was very popular with as far as Latin night on um at paul um at parliament pulse i don't think he's been to pulse um or southern nights he's not really a whole club person anyway so um but going back to that situation. Yeah. I mean, it it really hit the home because like, like you said, I mean, that could have, that night could have happened to any of my nephews. They're allies. They like to go out to the club. My niece, she loves going out to the club because she feels safe. She doesn't feel like she she likes going to the gay clubs because she doesn't feel like she wants, like, if she doesn't feel like getting hit on that night, she feels safe and you know what I mean, or in Harlot Away, you know what I mean. Safe of getting
0: hit on that night,
2: mm-hmm. and and so it did hit really close to home.
0: And it's it's interesting that you say that because there were a couple people that were not, um, you know, that were not gay that were killed in the in the tragedy. Yeah. Um, Louis uh, Vemelda, he actually worked at Universal. Um, he was a, yeah. um, a a ride attendant. Um, Mm -hmm. He was friends of the gentleman uh, named Tony uh, Marrero, and um, he actually just went out that night to just hang out and celebrate life, and, you know, he was this young, spry, 23-year-old who was just a really cool dude who just liked to have fun, and unfortunately, you know, he was one of the, the, the 49 slain. He was killed uh in that you know tragedy there was uh miguel uh or what was his name Orenado, or renato like or yeah i want to make sure i get his name right i can't not like also a mom was there with her son yeah you know supporting her son that just came out and, right. she, and she get in front of the honorato honorato he he was straight um Co, uh, cory um Damn it. Um, I don't want to get any of these guys' names wrong. Um, so uh, I, po- I apologize. Um, I was about to say, I know what to get you, I know what to get you for Christmas. Um what? Either a Bible or was it a stone? Either one. <laughs> no, I, just, I mean, the reason why I obviously wanted to make sure I know I their names is because. I don't I want don't. them. I get it. I, they deserve that respect. Corey James uh, Cornell, he was uh, there just hanging out with friends, you know, uh, yeah. killed, you know. Uh, he was a part of the 21 uh, that were killed. The young lady they are talking about was Brenda uh, Marquez McCool. She was there with her son. She had uh, a couple, a few sons that were gay and she was just there as a mom, being a mom, and she protected her son. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. She, yeah. she told him to go and you know he was uh she was killed ultimately there was this um and uh, you know for the sake of not going into you know getting it wrong but there were there was a story I think there were two guys that had just gotten married or something like that and they both died you know uh together there were a couple well I remember that um there were a couple couples that were you know right. you know together that 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 parish, uh that night um <laughs> for the sake of not knowing you know uh, the details i don't want to you know I, I don't know who you know who those guys were unfortunately but you know the they were also you know there are a lot of the guys that were most of the people you know that were killed in that um tragedy unfortunately was mostly uh spanish um mostly because again it's latin um, night mm-hmm. um you know but you know Um, I think that was very intentional on that guy's part Um, uh, about, you know, him going. I'm pretty sure he has some knowledge. Uh, They did say that he, you know, went to Disney um, at one point with his wife. And um, during the week that he was there, um, he saw two men kissing and that, you know, he actually ended up telling one of his friends about it. And that made him feel some type of way and that. So, you know, it was definitely premeditated. It was pretty premed- Yeah, it, I I will I
2: will agree. It's very premeditated, and I, I don't uh, uh, I have my own feelings. We were talking about uh, religious backgrounds. Um, he was. Amazing. I don't, yeah, but you know it. To be honest, and and I, this is probably going to be a trigger, and I do apologize for this. Yeah, go ahead but sometimes i don't think it's the religion it's the message because to be honest even in christianity it gets perverted it gets really perverted
1: yeah.
2: and they don't really the message is one way and it's either taught
0: or received differently yeah his different, you know, perception is involved. Yeah. And you do have to talk about it. You know, some of the things that cast uh, uh, doubt and causes people to have a, a reaction about, you know, homosexuality in general is the Bible. You know, I think that is, definitely the influence of a lot of people and what they tend to quote whenever they have issues with this lifestyle. Um, I mean, there could be a few people who were, um, you know, molested by someone who happened to be a part of the LGBT community or LGBTQIA plus community who happened to, you know, inflict pain on them and that caused them to uh, act, you know, irrationally um, or, you know, something happened and, You know, in church, you know, more specifically the Catholic Church, you know, with uh, you know, pedophilia and you know child molestation and all that stuff that could definitely influence people in terms of hating. Um, But to me, a lot of that stuff really isn't a gay issue. It isn't about the the idea of homosexuality because a lot of those folks that did those unimaginable crimes against you know other children were straight people, people who considered themselves a part of the straight community. And, you know, I'm not gonna go into details again about identity politics or even get into the idea of why people do what they do, because that's not important. But, you know, those things definitely have influenced people's, uh, um, you know, reason as to why they hate us so strongly. And, you know, unfortunately that person, you know, um, he was Muslim and, um, you know, From what I understand, and again, this is for lack of ignorance on my part, uh, that community, the Muslim community is not as kind um, to uh, this lifestyle as other communities happen to be. Um, uh, I will
2: say, I I will respectfully say that's not 100% true. I have Muslim friends. Um that are part of the LGBTQIA I mean, community I
0: mean more specifically just so i'm clear here is there in every aspect of every bible there's something about homosexuality in there but
2: like i said that it's the perversion is. of it
0: yeah. yeah uh that is a sense so that's what i'm speaking about more more specifically not about people who right. identify and who are also a part of that culture because we obviously know they permeate we permeate the zeitgeist among the world well Um, and and that's
2: what and that's why i say it's a perversion
0: it's a perversion of the religion it
2: doesn't matter which religion it's some when you turn something that when you turn something against someone else right like somebody like if a christian tells me oh well jesus doesn't like gays Mm
1: -hmm. my
2: question is where what does it say that in the bible when did jesus actually said that himself he and he's never said that exactly so but they will pervert it to that level
0: yeah it's all perception you're right it's all, of, it's all about how they perceive the message and what they get and you know i mean at the end of the day uh, people interpret things you know i can you and i can read the same line and it'd be completely different and it hits us okay. different, different levels so you know and then we also have people who are infallible um, You know, who go out and, you know, preach to the congregation and that also influence our decisions too. And then we have media yes. who definitely impacts the, you know, us and, you know, things mm-hmm. of that nature that really kind of, you know, make. Or you have that, or you have that
2: one family member that, you know, had a bad experience. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it could be a lot of things. I mean, to be honest, if I wanted to be a bitter, person i would have said hey you know i was raped at the age of 13 every game you know what i mean every man's penis should be cut off you know what i mean like i have a reason i have
0: no that's that's but, not a that's not a reason better
2: but i'm saying though i mean
0: not my to experience not to not to you know dismiss your 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 tragedy and my heart goes out to you for that and i want to tell you thank you for sharing that with me uh or what but, uh, but, but
2: but uh, what i'm saying though uh, is uh, if i wanted to be evil about it mm-hmm. i would have put of a, a, a negative narrative you is what i'm as, trying to say you could use it as
0: an ex, uh, as a excuse to to be, to be the way to, or yeah. catalyst or a catalyst of being right. evil right yeah because to be
2: to be honest that's a catalyst uh, mm-hmm. you know what i mean i can use that experience to you know what i mean say and and I, I it's happened before i'm you know what i mean people have negative experiences in their lives and then they want to use that as a catalyst to just continue the hate and continue the harm
0: hurt people hurt people yeah so yeah, hurt people hurt people and you know um it was very intentional that we uh, that i wanted this topic to be as you know, free-flowing as possible, but make sure we stay on the same path in terms of making sure that we acknowledge those people's lives. Um, um, Definitely.
2: I mean, um,
0: yeah. I, uh, every every life is, yeah. is precious. Yeah. And, every it, life and, is it, precious. and, you know, unfortunately, these 49 people died at the, again, the tragedy at hands of somebody who, for whatever reason, made the decision to to spew out hate instead of love. And, you know, I, I was very happy that the, uh, you know, the, the mantra coming out of that is that we can't let hate win. You know, I'm not gonna- Don't. No. I'm not gonna um, say it's been peaches and cream, you know, in terms of everybody, you know, kind of being on board with accepting gay people. But I can tell you that I do, although there's still a lot of that hatred out there that exists, I think we have become a little bit more tolerant, or at least I like to think so. A little bit more tolerant when it comes to homosexuality, or just you know uh, being gay in general. Uh, in terms of like, for example, the gentleman that I was talking about with, you know, there are a lot of guys that I know ten years ago that were like, "Hell nah, I don't want no no finger in my booty hole" because that was gay. But now, shit, I don't mind having a finger up my booty hole. You know, which <laughs> people again, people evolve, and I'm I'm saying that. I'm putting into that in that term, because that is one thing um, that was stamped as being gay before, you know what I'm saying? And now that we've kind of grown, people are understanding that labels are what you choose. You know what I'm saying? You choose to label yourself. A lot of times we fall into that category because we want things to make sense. We can't fathom an idea of a person being multifaceted but also this particular thing, like for example, being gay. But you know, like football, and 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 I use that, I use those traits because those are considered inherently uh, male or masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, people can't. It's like for example, and I said this uh, to uh, I forget who I said this to. It's like when folks come in and they be like, "Oh yeah, I had this conversation with you offline." where they'd be like, um, I'll speak Spanish. And they're like, oh, Dominican? No, 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 I'm black. And it's yeah. not that I don't like you know, uh, uh, being identified as Spanish, but I can also be black and speak Spanish. I can mm-hmm. be black from the South, from Albany, Georgia, who have never stepped into a Spanish-speaking country until Mexico a few years ago, um, and still know the language well enough to be able to navigate if I need to. You know what I'm saying? Look.
2: Let me tell you something. Let me, let me give you a quick story. So Christmas 2020. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: One of my workers, we went out to um, this uh, uh, Christmas get together. Mm -hmm. She brings her fiance. Okay. Milk as it can be. Milk. Right. I brought my, mm -hmm, white, Milk, milk, white. I brought my mother. My mother was here visiting at the time.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and um my nephew was here visiting at the time um and we go up there you know we go up to the to to the place or whatever and all of a sudden I hear this white man talking to my mother and perfect white I mean perfect Spanish my ears perked up I'm like what what gringo, you know. In my head, I'm like, get the gringo, I don't know talking to Like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. My mom and him having a good conversation. He took it upon a white man took it upon himself to learn Spanish. He went to Mexico, learned Spanish. He went to he went to Mexico, Guatemala, and Nicaragua. I think he told me. But at the end of the day, my perception is you're a white man. What the hell are you doing speaking Spanish? Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You know what I mean? Just like me, I got I've been caught in the elevator a couple of times and been called "cocolo" from a lot of Puerto Ricans. What does "cocolo" mean? Ask your husband. Mm-mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's your equivalent or our equivalent to Coon. Shit. Wow. mhm. It's the Dominican equivalent to coon.
0: Coon is a coon is. I mean, we use it in in you know among Black folks when you have somebody that is Black and they just show their ass, so they're just ignorant and you know perpetuate you know not necessarily stereotypes, but. It's kind of hard for me to explain. I, I have to show you something to be able to, mm-hmm. because it's kind of one of those things. It's it's, it's definitely a derogatory term, um. but uh, what you want to go look and see what it is and explain the definition? Mm-mm. Oh. No, um, I was getting a call, so I can't move. Gotcha, okay. Um,
3: but yeah, it, it's- uh, That's the worst I knew for me.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Huh>? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. Like When you you have somebody that is Black who, you know, say, oh, uh, I'll call you right back. Black people are great people or or, uh, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, Oh, Trump is an amazing person and he's done so much for Black people and blah, blah, blah. And this is why Black people should love Trump. Like, that's you and I know that that's not truthful. That's not truthful. Right. So right. that person is being a coon. They're being someone who's trying to kiss. Oh, okay. You know, they perpetuate white supremacy. They believe in the idea that white is better. Yeah. Um, and among other things. Things, right. Yeah. So, um, and I it, it was kind of tough for me to explain, but. Well, you got it. Yeah. It was tough for me to explain, because it's, it's definitely one of those where it's like, it's not a word that I would use right. willingly. You know, or, or I would spare you know willingly. I definitely would use that if I'm being very specific to a person. Like I'm trying to yeah. be me. You know what I'm saying? So right. Um. Yeah. It's uh. But you know, um. It definitely is a very complicated topic and stuff when it comes to, you know that and you know like I said I wanted this this conversation to be free flowing uh, in terms right. that I knew it was gonna probably go into places and I want to make sure I rein it in when it did. Yeah, I know because it because
2: it because to be honest,
0: this particular topic is
2: using one of your words, multifaceted. Mm -hmm. Faceted, yeah. It's multifaceted because there's there's a lot of prongs. I mean, this is this topic is kind of like the coronavirus, right? It has so many. If you look at the virus as far as it's pictured, it has all these little noids, it has so many.
0: Parts to it as far as hold on, where, before, you, where, before you finish that thought, where it connects hold on before you finish that thought everybody angelo angelo's thoughts are his own yes. he is the owner of his own thoughts uh, yes. i don't necessarily subscribe or even agree with all the thoughts that angelo is putting out there so
1: yes.
0: i just yes. want y'all to know angelo is definitely a friend to the pod and he can say whatever he wants, which is why I give him the forum to be able to do so. But his thoughts and his ideas are his own. Yes, I i will say they're not part of the podcast or anything else. I I, I, I do I have a different mentality. I want you to continue with the coronavirus. How that tell me how that works, because I need to know. I need you to put but, that together.
2: But what I'm saying, you see, <laughs> your disclaimer. Just kind of went right
0: Yeah, no, right I need you, the window. I don't need you to bring that back. But, yeah. but I'm just trying to say, is that Jesus Christ? Please, where I was going please with think that. about it because I need to know. I have to know how you're going to button it up, please. Well, because, I mean, what's where, that going with this? Any different, fa- like multifaceted. And then you were talking about there's. Oh, this yeah. topic is multifaceted
2: because yeah. it's kind of like the coronavirus. Right? Um, so you have all these, all these noids trying to you know, connect, right, to infect you and see where it connects. Not everybody yeah. gets infected the same way. Mm. So, but it's either, the 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 topic is either economical, social, political, or, you know what I mean? It has so many parts to it right. that you, everybody has different experiences because I've had in 40, I'm sorry, not 40, in 29 years, I've had so many different experiences that you would have had and it's like i said it's annoyed i mean one thing will fit this way and then i would move like you know i'm I'm a jersey boy life exp- my experience up in up north was different right moved to florida my experience down there was different now i'm in north carolina my life here is different and and that's how i kind of look at it you know being funny but really your environment dictates a whole lot as well to you. I mean, your experiences, your, I mean, a lot of people, when I, when I started my career up here, I mean, a lot of people told me, oh, you wouldn't make it in those social services because you're not a woman. Fuck that. I'm gonna do, you know what I mean? I'm gonna do, and it has nothing to do with being LGBTQIA. It just had to do with me being male. I mean, LGBTQIA Beautiful. Go
0: ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Really? (laughs) I need you to sit down and have a coke right now, okay? But well, I guess what I'm trying to say is everybody experiences things differently, and 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 like I said, it could be economical, it could it it could be social, it could be political. I guess at the end of the day, like I was saying before, just don't drop the ball. Be vigilant. Doesn't matter what, how you identify which box people put you in or you want to put yourself in. Because sometimes we put ourselves in those boxes too. Um, just be vigilant. You just have to be present.
3: Love one another. Life. Yeah. I mean, Little, not about, hey, not about. It's not. Rape it's it's, it's about respect. It's, bad, it's about
2: loving each other, loving yourself, mm-hmm. because that's another part of it. If you don't love yourself, how the hell? Somebody's going to love you. Somebody's going to love you. Can I get an amen?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Amen. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, those are just kind of like. Uh, it, 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 Again, this topic, I mean, I know that we kind of, like, not even, we, we kind of hit some of it, but it's really, I mean, there's, there's just
1: other layers to this, that
2: eventually we can either peel off as a community or peel off as individuals.
1: So. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. With that being said, yes, we're going to go ahead and uh, tell you guys, thank you so much for all that uh, you've given us. Can I us. say something? Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry, love. Uh, so,
3: whichever is listening to these, uh, is, I know it's been five years, but she, if you never have gone by the site, oh, yeah, but please go and visit. There's a little visual there, like mm-hmm. a little... Mm-hmm. Uh, museum with mm-hmm. the pictures and you know all this stuff mm-hmm. just go and show some love yeah I go. Mean, it, it's nice it's worth it to go there and check it out
0: it, it is there's a beautiful mural down there you know and I appreciate mm-hmm. saying that because definitely I, I had a um, yeah I appreciate you saying that but it is a beautiful uh visual of you know, uh, those people in their beautiful lives, living their best lives. And, um, yeah, if you are in the Orlando area and you're able to go by, it's in the same place that Pulse was, Post nightclub. It's on Orange Avenue. <clears throat> yeah. Kayleigh. Uh, yes. Orange Avenue and Kaylee, um, down there close to Orlando health. So if you can go by, check it out, um, you know, just show some condolences and, and, you know, say a little prayer and, you know, acknowledge it. I just read that um, Joe Biden's uh, plan is to make that a national um, monument, Monument, right, Yeah. Um, for uh, those guys. And, you know, it's great because those, you know, 49 uh, lost will be uh, immortalized. Um, you Forever. Know, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, to all those 49s, I like to, those 49 people I like to think that they're up there still living their best lives, having fun, enjoying themselves and also doing what they want to the do. First
3: responders, the hospitals and mm-hmm. all the people that help them.
0: Yeah. The, the ones that got hurt, the ones that get to be alive. Right. The ones that, that uh, the, the survivors survive, for the survival. sure. So, but yeah, I, I like to think that they're up there dancing, having fun, you know, up there with God and, 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 you know, enjoying you know the 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 time of their lives up there, you know, with our other lost family members that over the years have passed on. so um i it's always a pleasure, uh Angelo, um whenever you come on, it's always interesting because we never know where it's gonna go. but yeah, I know my mouth is just yeah, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I can be canceled. Thank God I haven't been
2: going through cancel culture yet.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, it's, it's it's always a pleasure to have you on because you definitely have a unique uh, uh, experience. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for, you know, giving a Black boy from Georgia uh, an opportunity to be a part of the conversation. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is not lost on me that I have people that support and who listen and enjoy, you know, what we uh, put out there. And I thank you so much for, you know, the kind words and encouragement and you know, the new people that I've gained along the way that have definitely made this, um, you know, this journey easy. And I want to also give a shout out to my mom for, you know, instilling in me that, um, well, number one, for just birthing me, you know what I'm saying? And then secondly, for giving me the, uh, the wherewithal to be able to express myself in this way. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my friend, Darlena, who inspired me in more ways than one by her life and the way she lived to just go and live life on purpose. And this podcast is one way that I'm able to do that every single day and honor and cherish her memory as best as I possibly can. This for me is not something I do for the sake of just doing it. I do it because at the end of the day, I don't wanna be the conversation. I wanna be, um, be a part of it. I want to be able to have you know somewhat of an influence on my story. And that's what this podcast give me the opportunity to do. So I love the fact that I've gained quite a few people who've come on board and, you know, really supported everything, whether it be financially, uh, whether it be, you know, words of encouragement, whether it be uh, just coming in and saying, yeah, I saw you. I like what you're doing or whatever the case may be. And a long list of people who uh, did come through Black Curry, uh, Eugene, um, you know, coming through, uh, yourself, uh, Woody, which, you know, he doesn't have, uh, social media, Jason Walker, Madeline Jones, um, Danny, uh, Massey, who (laughs) unfortunately I don't talk to him anymore. And these are just people over the, uh, over the course of the year, me doing this podcast coming over and actually, uh, blessing, you know, me with the opportunity and time to to talk with them. No. like a couple of years ago not yeah. since these last couple of seasons but Josh for also giving me the um the support to go out there and do something that I really wanted to do you know he he sparked the interest uh, with just being there and being present and saying yeah let's do this and then you know me on my own coming back and um making the decision to to do it so oh Frida you know I'm my Your sister yeah my Frida my sister Trina all of you guys um out there I really appreciate it you know Frida, you bodied that conversation we had last week. And I love the compassion and love and, and support that you gave, you know, being an African American woman with two sons, one of them, you know, uh uh, you know, just turned, you know, 21, and then the other one is a couple years older. But, you know, just the compassion and love that you brought to the conversation, I really appreciate that. So thank you guys a thousand times in one. Um I am going to be going on a hiatus. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have said season finale if it wasn't the case, but yes, this is a season finale. When I come back, it will be season four. Um, but if you know, something happened like Corona part two, come up, you can yes, best believe I, I your boy is going to be there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You mean part four? <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call it. You can best believe your boy is going to be here to come back and, you know, Uh, uh, start the conversation. And that's what this is about. Not to dominate the conversation, not to come in and, you know, voice my uh, opinions to distant people, distance people. If I don't know, I really don't know. At the end of the day, it's really to spark a conversation to be able to get people to have these topics for us to become a little bit more comfortable with gay people or with Black people or with, you know, someone of, of disability or black women or whatever the case may be, dog lovers, I don't know, whatever, cause that's all of what we happen to be and what we happen to represent. So thank you 10 million times. Thank you to everybody. Mm-hmm. I love each and every one of you guys. And I'm really happy. I'm happy that, um, you know, the season is over cause it's been a lot of work. <laughs> 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 you know, adding the last element of the live thing uh, on there. But, I also like the fact that, and I'm gonna say this to you, I like the fact that you open up a lot more. you've got an opportunity. I think it's 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 evident to see that you are you know I mean, you always have been this person, but that the fact that you're sharing this to everybody else because I know a couple of years ago Carlos told me I don't like when you uh, do videos, I hate when you do lives. So <laughs> now he's sitting next to me, you know, um, talking and and feeling engaged and and, uh, right you know what i'm saying it's, it's just i know that you know what my heart was set out to do you know is uh definitely came to fruition so thank you um you have anything you want to say Lebedee? no probably not y'all yeah you know, so that means he's done talking he he <laughs> didn't reach this limit of talking um and well do you have anything else you want to say uh Angela? Um,
2: the only thing that I would say for the season finale is, uh, um, 30 seconds or less.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm fucking I was up. about to say, this is somebody just yeah. was <laughs> long-winded. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> so, so sorry. Hard-winded. It is my show but though. No, um, ahead. The,
2: the only thing that I would say is, um, in, in these, um, uncertain times, um, we are the light. We will always carry our own light and just make sure that your light shines true. Mm -hmm. Be true to yourself. Be true to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And no matter how much the darkness comes across, you are your own light.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. We're going to go ahead and end it before he say something that's crazy. All right, guys. Enjoy your night. We love you. Love you too. Bye. If you are here, that means you have reached the end of the episode. And I want to tell you, thank you so much for listening. This has been a a fun journey for me. Um, This is the end of season three. We have came, saw, and we conquered. And we're going to now take a little bit of a break. It's been awesome and amazing to see the growth that has happened over the last few months. I appreciate you guys every day for the opportunity to, you know, just come in and and you know start a conversation. Um, I don't claim to be an expert by any shape or form, but I am uh, still in the process of learning my way. And I appreciate you guys giving me the space and opportunity to be able to learn myself even more. Um, you know being a part of uh being a podcaster, so um if you guys can, don't forget to support in any way that you possibly can, whether that be a like share um on the social media platforms or you know donate donate um as well financially um as I stated in the past, I enjoy doing this um and you know the support aspect of it is just really. Uh, a way for me to be able to maintain and continue doing this. So thank you to everybody that's supported so far, and you know we're we're gonna get better for you uh, every chance we get. So now I gotta go because it's time for me to relax. And Carlos is looking at me crazy. So peace, love you guys.